All right, welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust podcast. My name is Malik Howard. I got my boy, a guest in the building, yes, Rich. Sir. What's good, my guy? Ain't nothing, man. Um, What's going on? So, we, I like to start off every podcast. Damn, we already fucking was already talking about, though, with what we listen to now. Yeah. Um, yo, you know who I didn't talk about? Nardo Wick. Have you Nardo is hard. Bro, his Nardo's shit. Nardo is I like I, him. I wasn't ready. I wasn't I, ready, bro. I like him. I was like, let me just listen to his album, bro. Every, now, that's what I bump in the gym. Yeah. ESTG, of course. Yeah. Um, you were talking about Dirk. Yeah. In my humble opinion, bro, <laughs> it's a it's it's a miss. It's not his top. I would say. I don't know, man. I feel like I, I feel like my favorite Dirk album was the last one with the blue cover. Yeah, yeah. The name of yeah, it, yeah. but that was my favorite Dirk album. But this one right here, I feel like it was solid, top to bottom. I mean, the only song I skip on there is the last one, the Broadway Girls. <laughs> but no, the one before that is when he does the, the crossover. I hate that. Yeah, song. that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I don't I, like I that. I go either. all the way up to that verse. I just yeah. skip through it. Yeah, I don't like that either. But um, overall, I think it was a solid project. Um, I still bump it in the gym, bump it in the car uh, every day. Someone, at, I was at the gym and I was no interviews. Are you kidding me? I, I fucks with some of them. Yeah. All right, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go through and like delete the one. That's why I do a Meek's yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. I took, like you two, deleted Meek songs. I, I did like two of them. Oh, the, the disrespect. ones with, uh, with two like well, it was like two with with the singing ones. I just can't do that. I just took it. You don't like singing Meek. And I, once I get rid, I get rid of certain songs. I make it a complete album. My like, this is a complete album. Bro. Solid. So <laughs> that's that's what I do with a lot of my albums. I listen to. <laughs> wow, bro, man. But I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna listen to, to Dirk one more time. I'm telling you. Um, but yo, it's been a crazy. Uh, I haven't even talked to. Them. I was I was gonna try. I was trying to put out like a a vlog episode before I even did a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just about like the shit and life changing and different roles that we've been taking. But yeah. bro, I like I haven't talked about. I just quit my job mm-hmm. and uh, I worked at TCNJ off campus housing. Quit that job. Mm-hmm. Started a new job here at RCBC. I was working as a uh, minority male coordinator. Yeah. Uh, and then bought a fucking house right then and there. And yeah. That so it was yeah. like that's a this, lot. Bro, that's a lot of change. And then start a new job, and they want their expectations is like up here. Yeah. Like need you to be yeah. on it. It's so weird, but like I've seen a lot of people talking about like toxic work environments, and I was like, yo, we gotta chat about <laughs> yeah. toxic work environments. Like when you gotta go through it, you go through it. Like right. in grad school, you go right. through it. But it right. is what it is. Right. But like when you get to that certain point, like I gotta get out. Have you For ever sure. had that? Ex- have you had that experience yet? I have. Um, actually, in two employ my last two employers prior to where I am now. <laughs> um. I can speak on. I don't care to speak on yeah. it. Um, I worked at the I worked at the enterprise prior to me going into grad school, oh, okay. and I just felt myself like I just felt like I wasn't myself. Okay. Um, I felt like they were trying to change my characteristics as a man, um, just to fit a position. And then they sold me a dream, like they hire within. Um, the benefits were great. You making so much money, but I realized that my work life balance was way off. Like what? I didn't have enough time to myself. Okay. okay, um, okay, okay. I was losing myself. I felt like. Yeah, yeah. And I realized that like three months into the job. So that's what made me pursue higher education um, to go into grad school. And oh, then, so you weren't like right out of. No, nah, no. Nah. So I took a gap year in between. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. And that's what kind of really solidified me knowing exactly what I wanted to oh, do and finding my purpose. That yeah. shit will make you be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least you got there in three months rather than like. Yeah. No. So wait out. I, I was there for I ended up staying there throughout um, probably like a year, I would say. Okay. Um, but like it hit me in three months. Like I was like, you know what? Like I'm enjoying it and all. The money's great, yeah, but yeah. I don't see myself doing this long term. And, and yeah, and that was where I kind of feel like I was maturing because I never really looked long term. Like I've always th- thought to myself, like it's just now, then I'm good for tomorrow. Um, figuring things out for next week. I never really thought to look at myself ten years from now. What am I gonna yeah. be doing? Twenty years from now, what am I gonna oh, be doing? So even like after college, even after college, yeah. Oh, like man. when I first got out of school. I was kind of just like rolling the dice, like you know what? I'm over school. I don't want to go back to school. Yeah, I'm fed yeah. up. Like I've been in school, 
18 plus years, like I'm good. Yeah, like, yeah, I was burnt. So yeah. I was like, let me just test the field, see mm -hmm. what, see what, see what I can find. And I found a good job, but like I said, it just wasn't, didn't make me feel good about myself at yeah, least. Yeah, so facts, I had facts. to get up out of there. Nah, I, dog, like that transition, like grad school was the worst. Like that, <laughs> that shit was hell, bro. No one, uh, I, I know you, we had this, we talked about this yeah. when I was there, but Yo, no one had the clutches grad school experience than Rich, bro. His, his <laughs> GA position was so clutch. Yo, I work with your boy too. Yeah. I work with Barry at yeah. RCBC. Oh, yeah, word, yeah. word. Yeah, we just went out to lunch. But uh, yo, I was like, yo, he has the clutches <laughs> GA position. Only when they put you on duty on some nut shit. That was literally a, yeah. a cat. That's funny. Yeah, that shit. was literally the only thing I hated about that job. Yeah. Um, and then also just knowing that I don't. I don't want to say I want to give everybody like a bad taste for like the housing departments mm -hmm. because housing is different wherever you work yeah. at. But like for me, I'm more so that job opened up my eyes to, as far as boundaries go. Like when you're working mm -hmm. at a some at a place anywhere you work in, you like I've never had to really establish boundaries until oh, graduate school. Yeah, knowing that you're on that 24 hour clock, yeah. like you literally don't have any boundaries. Like yeah. dudes can come knock on your door whenever. You live where you work is the worst experience. It is literally the worst. <laughs> like that was literally the worst. So. Yeah. That was like when I really knew, like wherever else that I would be employed at moving forward, I yeah. need to establish boundaries, and that was like a life lesson to me. Like yeah. working in the housing department really opened my eyes. So now, wherever I, I land or where I'm currently working, like whenever it's time to clock out, I clock out mentally too, yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's legit. Like yeah. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not yeah. checking my phone for emails. I'm not about to call anybody, send anybody. No, I'm dead. Like I'm done yeah. to the world. That's 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 something new that I just experienced here. Like where I just left was probably the most toxic place of ever fucking working. Like, I thought school was bad. Like, it was so bad, bro. Yeah. To where, like, I was just like, I got to get out. Everything aligned, you know, God willing, like, aligned mm -hmm. to where I came here. But it was this environment of, like, bro, I can't see myself being here. Right. It's not worth the money. Right. But these boundaries, bro, like, they had no boundaries. It was exactly. like, yo, it's only three of us, so figure it out. We got to put in the work. It is what it is. Yeah. And I was like, nah, but coming here, people be asking me, like, Yo, what are you doing this weekend? Like, for someone to even ask me, like, what's your this weekend? It's brand new. Mind like, blowing. No one yeah. asked me that. Yeah. It was always like, you're on the clock, you're on the clock, or I right. don't talk to you at all. Right. Yo, what are you doing this weekend? Like, right. I, is it too much, Malik? Like, those right. questions, like, asking those questions, me more. But even if it's too much, I can take it now because right. you're, you care about my feelings. Right. So, right. yo, everyone out there, if you're in a toxic, and I think our generation is different, though. Like, I don't just talk to someone at work about mm -hmm. this. Like, yo, we don't care. Like, we're not about to be in a job yeah. for 20 no. years. We, no. we're not, we hate it. Yeah. Like we out, bro. And I look I, at this generation like the 10x generation where yeah. you just got so many different ways to make money. It's ridiculous. So I don't I don't want to say I don't encourage anybody to pursue a career, yeah, but yeah. definitely want to have multiple streams of income. Yeah, yeah. But you got to find out what it, what your yeah. niche is. Like everybody has no, their I, own thing. You are pushing people to get a career. You're saying don't get a job. Like, right. Like a yeah, job. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, bro, that, that's I mean, perfect. Yeah. I mean, we all wake up and we like, bro, like, when I can learn to love Mondays, I'm good. Like, right. I'm good. Like, right. What was it like yesterday? I was able to help a student who was just like wilding out, and I was like, "Yo, this is what I'm here for." And they were like, "Look, thank you so much for helping." Yeah, I'm like, bro, yeah. this is what motivates me to stay here. I'll deal with this for four hours right. a day rather than just sitting in a cubicle and just and just being a robot day. all yeah. day. Yeah, I can't. all the kids up there, they all do that. Like they sit behind their cubicle and they sit on their computers. I'm like, nah. I'm getting out, bro. I'll I need be walking. I'll be everywhere, yeah. bro. I yeah. can't imagine. So, going back, let's go back before yeah, grad yeah. school. So, are you born and raised in Camden? Born and raised in Camden, okay. went through all the public schools. Um, I was lucky enough at the time, at least. I don't know how they're doing it nowadays, okay. but um, at the time, um, I was able to get into Leap Academy, which is at the time one of the best yeah, um, yeah. charter schools in the oh, city. Yeah, you went to Leap. Okay. Yeah, so um, I ended up 
graduating from Lee. But prior to that, I went to Camden High my freshman year. Um, so I got the experience. Like the even high. even like through middle school and elementary school, yeah, I went yeah. through all the Camden public school. So it was regular for me. Yeah, yeah. And then my freshman year at Camden High was cool. And then once I went to Leap, it was like a huge shift. Just like mindset, studies, everything. It was like an entire 360 yeah. in my world. Like it just rocked me. So when I got there, um, I got into some trouble while I was in high school. Almost got kicked out of Leap. For doing dumb high school stuff. Um, but of course at the school like that, like the standard yeah. is super high, so they hold you to a higher standard. Yeah. And um of course I was goofing off being a regular high school kid. So <laughs> I, um that was my sophomore year, my first year at, there at the high school. And um my guidance counselor actually pulled me aside and put me on the right direction in regards to the classes and let yeah. me know, like trying to create a game plan for myself. And I played football growing up, so like yeah. that was my goal. That was my end all be all. I'm just playing football. That's the league. It. We yeah, the we, league. we going to the league. Not knowing how tough it really was. <laughs> yeah. um, and not even putting myself through all the work that I really needed to put to myself do through yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. So, um I ended up finishing that league, graduating, um, and then I went off uh, to play football at Delaware State my freshman year. And then turns out I was ineligible. So because yeah. of like the way they do clearinghouse for the NCAA, um my SAT scores and my GPA wasn't aligning, so then I wasn't cleared. So Coaches told me I had to either um, try out again to be a walk-on and no scholarship oh. money and stuff like that. So I was like, man, what? <laughs> oh, so you went there intentionally. Yeah, to like, play football. What? Because that was my only D1 look. Yeah. And then turns out I didn't even play at all. Uh, I ended up just staying there. I finished my freshman year, partied every day like everybody else <laughs> at the HBCU. It was lit. Um, got to all the events, had all the fun. And I ended up finishing my freshman year with like a 375, surprisingly. Like after all the partying, <laughs> yo, real talk. I'm like, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. And then my sophomore year came around and I was kind of bored. Like I'm like, all right, I've done enough partying. I've been doing that stuff since before high yeah, school too. Like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of bored with this stuff now. Like, So I got to get myself involved in something else. I've always been somebody, I just got to do something. Do something I can't sit still for too long. Yeah. So then I got into student leadership. And then um, I my was- My biggest regret was not getting to student leadership earlier. Bro. Anyone that goes to college, bro, get involved. Huge, in like huge, everything. all of that. Because there's so many doors that open up for you. Oh like, so I, I did. Um, I was the president of an organization called Men's Council, where we pretty much catered to all the males on campus, okay. um, hosting different programs for them, trying to build the perfect man in a sense. Yeah, um, yeah. And that was fun. I enjoyed myself a lot doing that. Got to establish a bunch of good relationships that's still sustainable to this day. Yeah. Um. So that was a good time for me. And then after realizing that I actually enjoyed hosting programs and things of that sort. I ended up running for student government. So my junior year, oh, ran it up and got into student government oh, and then right. got the scholarship money for being in student government. I was a vice president oh, of, of yeah, SGA. Yeah. yeah, so it was fun. And we got to host a ton of programs on campus. Um, we advocated for students, of course. We did the governance stuff. Um, so that's when I was like kind of on my political stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but it was a good time overall, man. I really enjoyed my uh, college experience. So making that change from like, all right, you're at Leap Academy Yo, those I went to like all the EOF kids from EOF Camden, uh, mm-hmm. Rowan, were mad at them were from the charter schools like yeah. Leap uh, and all that stuff. And like, yo, they were so far ahead of even me at a public mm-hmm. school. Like, you're like, oh, you're there from Camden, but like, bro, all these kids already took college classes, yeah. Yeah. come in with all their prereqs almost done. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm so far behind in comparison yeah. to these other kids. So I was like, yo, they're doing something big out yeah. of these charter schools. Yeah. You always just hear bad shit about charter schools taking funding away from mm-hmm. like the city and stuff like that, but. Well, the way I looked at it, I was like, yo, they're on the, the come up with yeah. like the way they're educating their That's youth. facts. And the difference between the charter school and the public school is simply like charter schools create their own rules. Yeah. So like for when I was in high school at Leap, we had 200 days in the school year versus your regular public school who only has 180. Yeah. And then we got a ton of different resources because they're 
we got colleges around that are local that are looking for schools to give funding to, but okay. they're looking for like that perfect image in a sense. Okay. And those charter schools are replicating that okay. with these uniform policies, with the different uh, college rooms that they have in there and college access offices and things of oh, that sort. So that's that, why, right? yeah, that's why the, the charter kids, I guess, are more inclined when it comes to the college preparation and things of that sort. Yeah, you see. All right, so then what, all right, what was that like? trigger like you go from like damn near getting thrown out your sophomore year yeah. to doing all this like running for different councils to create your own clubs yeah what was that and then even having a 3.7 gpa your freshman yo i, didn't, yeah. I had like i had i had a like two seven <laughs> and in my freshman year so like yeah. what was that different like spark like oh i'm on a different path now yeah i think um reality set in when i was ready to be kicked out of school um oh so you made that even sooner before going away to college yeah before i even got to college okay. um i think reality really set in like yo you need to get it together because you don't want to fall victim to the system how everybody else does around you and your surroundings like mm-hmm. being from camden it's not hard to find trouble yeah like yeah. that's the easiest thing you could do yeah. trying to make it out is the hardest thing you could yeah, do because yeah. there's so many distractions it's, it's so easy for you to fall victim to either the Facts. streets the system whatever you Facts. name it yeah. you've seen it all growing up like yeah. so you don't want to fall down that same path to everybody else i got family members that's been through it all yeah, done it all so i'm yeah. like i'm cool now are these family members you are they like coach you to get out or are they like i would say so yeah, yeah i got a huge okay. uh support system okay. um being the first to go to college in my family oh, was huge first gen too? yeah first gen Damn, um son. so it was lit for me like yeah. and to have that support at home was even bigger than me because yeah. i felt like in times like that like you always feel like you're kind of isolated because you're the only person that did it before so like okay. having people actually rally behind you, like yeah. keep going, yeah, push, yeah, yeah. push, go, you got it. That's still that's fire. It was love, man. Yeah. So in that transition, then to was it a like did you apply to many different schools or were you already like did you know what HBCU was? I had no clue, honestly. Um, I did had you no know Del State was HBCU. No clue. <laughs> no clue at all. No. So my my guidance counselor at the high school, um, yeah. at at the time at our I don't know what the rate is now, but at the time yeah. at our school. Um, it was like a 99% that you got accepted to at least one school. Okay. And that's with the help of the college access office yeah. there. So shout out to my man, Kyrie. I know he out yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Kyrie. But he was like the man for me. Like he helped me with my FAFSA process, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. So like. Especially as first gen, bro. That's yeah. Like I didn't know it. Like my mom comes to the office and she's sitting down with us together. Like yeah. we're doing it all together yeah. as a team. So like it was like set up perfectly for me. Um, so when I when it was came time for applying to colleges and taking SATs and all that stuff, he pretty much set me on the straight and narrow and made sure I had all the resources that I needed in order to be yeah. successful. So yeah. yeah, so you had a support system there. Yeah, yeah. And that first that first gen when people like hear like yo, I'm the first in my family to go like. You just think like, oh wow, like you got to college. It's really getting the fuck to college. Yeah, that's, that's the hardest part because like, like there's so many diff- missing pieces that we yes. don't know about. <laughs> My mom um, did do her taxes. Right. I don't have this information. <laughs> right. Like so much shit. Right. Like you gotta right. grow up now and like help out, and you don't even know you what don't the know fuck what is going on. What you're doing, bro? Yes. It's, it's 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 crazy, but yeah. to say the least, I did it. Yeah, I, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> the difference was that there's this big debate on like, do you watch um I am athlete? Yeah. Not, and pivot and pivot with uh, have you watched? Yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like they talk about Channing Crowder always discusses like the HBCU route versus the um. PWI, like a traditional, yeah. like your big SEC schools, right? Yeah. He always argues it, but he argues it from a football point of view, and I kind of agree with him at times. But let's just talk about from like that. You can talk about both if you like. Yeah. But from like the academic point of view, what were the differences that you've possibly seen from your grad school experience and stuff like that going forward? Like, what have you seen in comparison to both? As far as academics go, um, I wouldn't say there was a huge drop off. Yeah. Um, I do know that there were a lot more resources at the PWI versus the HBCU. Yeah. Um, yeah, to get you that additional support that you needed as far as academics goes. 
I think for me, the biggest difference was um, the social aspect of it. Like uh, just yeah. the social life of campus life. Yeah. Um, like me going from Delaware State to then Rowan, I don't know if it was just a difference in my t- in my life. Like as far as timeline goes, yeah. with me having a having so many years away from school or not being an undergrad and really experienced like the undergrad. Undergrad experience. to grad school is definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't know if that played a part in it yeah. at all, but um, like just like I said, the social life aspect of it. Like when I was in the HBCU, um, going through undergrad, everybody felt like family. Everybody mm-hmm. spoke. Um, everybody spoke to, greeted you like they knew you forever. Like yeah. it was just like a like the culture was there. Yeah, yeah. Versus the PWI, where everybody's like head down, just walking walk to class. Yeah. Nobody's really saying hi. If you look at somebody, you feel awkward because yeah. they're not gonna speak. You're not gonna yeah. speak. You just make eye contact. Like it was real weird. Yeah, that class experience too is huge. Like when you go from a class of like everyone looks like you kind of, yeah, like, no one yeah. looks like you. Yeah, Damn, yeah. That transition crazy. I went from that from high school to college, but mm-hmm. like that transition even later is crazier. Like. I tell people like when I when I would like be a peer mentor like in in uh, EOF and even now I'm like yeah. bro you experience something totally different like when you walk into class you know people you don't think like oh no one looks like me it's okay but it's when you sit down and like something as little as like yo I asked a girl for a pencil and she like looked at me like looked crazy at you. Wow. she was like uh, I was like bitch I just asked you for a fucking pencil like give me a pencil like give me a pen and like, I forgot a pen right now and like. I was like, all right, bro. And I was like, this is the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was my first time being on actually the main campus because I was always in camp. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yo, this is different. Yeah. Bro. And even like now, shit. like at the high school level, like I work at a high school now yeah. and that's one of the big talks that we're having now, like just making sure that students of color feel accepted or feel appreciated while they're in these higher level courses, such mm. as like an AP course or an honors course, because mm. there's a huge drop off between yeah. cultures. And when you look at the numbers, like, it shows, like the data yeah. shows, so you can't cheat the data. When we, when I, I can tell you right now, there was only one kid in, in the uh, AP class that was black in, yeah. in all the classes. So, like, working in the high school now, you see that, like, is it the same way, or do you see more, like, diversity in the AP class? No, now? I mean, like, as far as my school goes, yeah. we're moving more towards, like, we did, like, we created a new mentor program okay. where we're allowing students and teachers to actually interact with one another and the teachers to actually push these students, because when we go around to uh scheduling and creating this uh schedules for the students for the following year we want to push them to the higher level courses because yeah. we have so many different courses that you can take yeah, yeah. but these students are always just accustomed to staying at that bottom level yeah versus actually pushing themselves to be more academically inclined to yeah. learning more yeah. and just being more accepted in those classrooms it's yeah, crazy facts. for them like right now i know of one student that is a black student that is in the ap courses and he struggles which is kind of like an identity struggle because he's cool with all the regular black kids that take the lower level courses, but mm-hmm. then he gets inside these AB courses and he, he acts like a whole different person because he's trying to blend in with the code with, switching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and his code switching sucks. <laughs> so and he struggles with it. Yeah, and like yeah. it's a real thing for him. So like it's becoming more so like a mental health issue yeah, for him yeah. because he doesn't know how to code switch. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. I never thought of it like especially the. I mean, in high school level, I never had to because people that look like me. Bro, yeah. So. I never had to sit here and just go back and forth with them. Yeah. Yo, we got to touch on your, so then after you graduate, we got to touch on this experience of like, now you're an educator and like you're educating yeah. these people. Yeah. You know, I, when we talk about like, um, educating like our people, bro. Like, yeah. So what was, before even we get into that, yeah. what was the like, oh shit, this is real right now. Like now you're a teacher and like, what was like that? Oh shit moment that you've had. I think, um, I think probably like this year. So this is my third year being a counselor. Okay. Um, this is my third year being a counselor, but the first two years were washed because of COVID. So like, 
we were hybrid. We were at home. How are you it, doing that? <laughs> it was weird, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. So we, we had, my first year was like, everybody's home. You're not doing anything. You yeah. just stay home and try to work from home. Mm-hmm. Second year, they're like, all right, cool. COVID is dying down a bit. You guys can do hybrid. So they allow mm-hmm. students, they gave students the option. If they wanted to be full remote, they could be full remote. Mm-hmm. But staff had to come into the building. And then they also gave students the uh, option to do hybrid. So they would come into the school two days out of the week. And then the other two days, they'll be home. So it was cool like that. So I didn't really get a chance to really experience what it would have been like. Mm-hmm. So then this year comes and it's like year one all over again because now I'm building relationships with these kids. Now I'm actually working with the kids one-on-one yeah. and all of that stuff in real life versus the whole virtual thing. Yeah. So it's, I think probably like this year, like day one, it was like, all right, so much commotion. Because yeah. I refer to the I refer to the counseling office like the emergency room of a high school. Really? Because it's, it's so, everything comes to you first. Everything, whether it's discipline, whether it's just like a kid struggling, like having a bad day, whatever it is. I, like I said, it's just a, it's the emergency room. Yeah. You go to the emergency room if you're not feeling good. Yeah, that's exactly where you're going, right to the counseling oh, office. Man. It was wild, man. Yeah. So I think that's probably when it when it smacked me, like when I was just working with the kids one on one and just realizing like mental health is a real real thing. Like a lot of people Even discard it. Young, yeah, like and and that's I true. think COVID really heightened it. Mm-hmm. Being away from people, not knowing how to socialize, different things like that. Like, these kids are struggling for real. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think it's more or less? You got to go, bro. Come on, bro. You tweaking right now. Stop, 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 stop. Because you're going to bite at people and I'm going to have to kick you out. And we got to fight. But do you feel like it's, like, just because it's accepted more, like, people are talking about it? Or is it more or less that, like, there's more people struggling with mental health? So, it's a mix of both. Um, I know right now that's, like, a hot topic, mental health. Everybody's got anxiety everybody's stressed out about something so i feel like to a certain extent some people use it as an excuse or a crutch and then there's also real people that have like real mental health issues so like trying to decipher the two can get hard and get like it's a sticky area so you just take them all as a serious case like so we don't play about mental health in our office like if we feel like you really need to go see somebody then we're going to send you out to go see somebody okay so like in your like first times of you being there and and seeing it all like what have, like, right now in my role as minority male coordinator, like, mm-hmm. we're helping with, like, that transition, right, of our black and our black and uh, minority students mm-hmm. who are, like, not successful, like, getting to, to community college, right? Yeah. They're just, it's a lack. Like, they just fall off. Like, yeah, they're yeah. not graduating. We're not retaining them. So, like, right. like, we're trying to build this. And I thought, I'm like, yo, it fucking starts in high school. Like, right. What can I do right. from, like, that point? Is there anything that you're seeing that, like, yo, in these for these high schoolers that we're just not? Yeah, so I always, like, I tell my kids all the time, like, you got three options. Um, You can either go to school, you go to work, or you go into the Army. There's no other options outside. I'm not going to let you graduate and be a bum. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing that. So we try to create different plans for them. Um, So, and I always tell them, like, school isn't the only route. Like, you 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 don't have to go to a university or a community college. You can go to a trade school. Exactly. exactly. Um, And I think, like, when I was growing up, that wasn't something that was offered to us. It yeah. was just college. You got to go to college, college, yeah. college. And like, damn, you can make money in other ways yeah. too. Yeah. You just didn't didn't have the access to it. People weren't talking about it. So I try to preach that to them all the time. Like, you don't have to go to a traditional four-year school, mm-hmm. traditional two-year school, then transfer. You don't have to take that route if you don't want to. Exactly. But you got to have some type exactly. of plan. And it could be trade school. It could be a, a law firm or whatever, whatever yeah. other type of job yeah. you find. But you can't just be a bum. You're not about to just graduate and just because trade school. Trade school had that experience of like you failed or yeah. like straight out of high school you just went and you. But but how are you gonna live if you don't got a plumber? Yeah, exactly. How are you gonna live if you don't have yeah. people building stuff? Like you need these people in your life, so and, and they make should, lucrative money. It's these not be taxing you, right? Bro, and they deserve it. It's like, <laughs> they do. It's bro, hard I'm work. Gonna, money. I'm gonna charge you 100 something an hour to come out, and it's like fuck it, bro. It, it is what it is. Yeah. You should go to school for it, but like I get, I get it. So 
for that like that student population like now how is it for like that that pipeline for students going to college like are you seeing that like the high school is doing a great job of pushing these kids to these degrees or like where is there a fall off somewhere yeah at our school um it's like a culture so okay. they're like they say nobody leaves the town so whether they go to school they can go to school for like a semester but they end up coming back mm. and i don't know what happens in their college experience yeah. to make them come back yeah. so i can't speak to it but um we actually try to push as much as we can to go to school, um, whether it's a trade school or even a, a traditional four-year or even a, a community college. So yeah. we push for it, but it's, okay. it ultimately comes down to them and what they okay. want to do. Yeah. All right. Damn, that's so dope, though, being a counseling at, at that. Yeah. Bit. So Yo, I, tr- I, I tried, bro. Like, I tried to do every level. So when I was in grad school getting my master's degree in counseling, they gave me an opportunity to work at the advising office at Rowan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, the people were cool that I worked with and all. But the thing that I was missing and I felt like I was lacking was impact because mm-hmm. it felt so transactional. Like, they just coming to me for their classes. Yeah. Um, they're just coming to me to, to – I was just pretty much a standing resource. Yeah, yeah, and I wasn't really building these relationships with I these people. Saying, so I, I was like, this ain't for me. Yeah. So let me try the K-12 set. Mm-hmm. And so I got a chance to, to be in the elementary school. I'm like, I'm not animated enough. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got to have high energy at all times. Bro, you got to be happy every Literally, day. Literally, with the biggest that. smile on my face. And yeah. I'm like, that's not me. Like, yeah. some days I'm going to wake up, I'm going to be at 50%. I'm not yeah. at 100 every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the middle school, it was like, it was just nasty to me. Like, the kids start going through puberty. They start feeling themselves. It was just too much. Like, they think they're too grown. I'm like, no. I can't deal with this. Yeah. And then we got this thing called the uh, harassment, intimidating, and bullying. Bro, that's all you deal with at middle school because it's just kids talking shit to one another and they call, they call it bullying. <laughs> yeah. But where I'm from, like, yeah, that's how we grew up. We grew up yeah, tough yeah. skin. Like, exactly. you, you gonna talk shit. Exactly. You got some bullshit exactly. on, we gonna talk about it. Yeah. And whatever. But that's like, the norm now is like, no, that's considered bullying. So, yeah. that's literally all you deal with at the middle school level. And then now I'm at high school, I'm and like, you got, and you also bring in like, social media, the bullshit. All of it, bro. Yeah, like, and these this. kids are so consumed with social media. Yes, it's ridiculous. Bro. Oh my so then get to high school level, I feel like I can work with them more, mm-hmm. a lot better because they're more mature. Mm-hmm. They kind of got their eyes set on whatever it is that they want to yeah. do for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good time to catch them. Although a lot of people say like that's the burnout stage. Yeah. I feel like that's like when they really start to wake up because yeah. adulting is here. Yeah, Whether yeah. you like it or not, you're going to have to adult eventually. So yeah. that's the perfect time to really grab them and try to get them in the right direction. Uh, I can say, bro, I didn't wake up till my senior year. Yeah. And I was like. Fuck, like, this is real. And I have little brothers right now. They're about to yeah. go to high school. And one of them, like, I was talking to Anthony. I'm like, like, just talking, like, he helped me move in here. And yeah. he's like, when your eyes are expanded so much more, like, different yeah. culture, like, the stuff yeah. he was talking to me about, he was just like, yeah, it's kind of scary. I'm like, what do you mean, bro? Like, yeah, expound about that. Like, that <laughs> yeah. I, didn't remember, I didn't even say that shit when I was in high school. Like, right. what, what are you saying right now? He's like, it's scary. Like, we're really about to just be out in the real world. I'm real like, shit. Yes, bro. Real you shit. You go from asking to use the bathroom to... Nigga, you about to take out mad loans. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're making a decision for loans, and it's like, yo, like, these kids are, like, kind of thrown to the wolves, yeah. and it's not fair. Yeah. So, like, being able to be that person that in between, yeah. like, I had so, luckily, I had so many people that impacted my, like, journey across because yeah. I was open to it, though, right? Yeah. A lot of yeah. these students, I feel like they're just not open to it. Like, right. yeah, fight, fight, fight. Right. Like, this generation, like, now, like, turning to the higher ed school, but, like, we're fighting for this mm-hmm. fucking, like, to, yeah. for them to attend these events. Like, yeah. we're putting on dope events. We're putting the money, their yeah. time, yeah. effort, and these yeah. kids are, like, Nah, I'm disregarding good, it like yeah. it, don't, it ain't worth shit. Yeah, yeah, I tell kids all the time now, like like you said, it clicked that it clicked for you your senior years. Mm-hmm. Some kids they don't click to them till way after high school, yeah. which is, I don't want to say is a waste of time or anything yeah. like that because you don't get it back. But in a sense, it is. So I always yeah, so I always tell them like I meet with all my freshmen as soon as they start. Like yo, listen, whatever it is that you want to do, make sure you're reaching out to people in these fields yeah, to really exactly. figure it out if you want to do. Because yeah, you're 17, 18 years old when you graduate. Mm-hmm. 
but you don't really know what the hell you about to do for the rest uh, of your life. Uh, so, uh, like, I feel like that's a lot of pressure that society puts uh-huh. on them. So, while you're in high school, take these years as an advantage to go ahead and experience some things. Yeah. Try to shadow somebody for a day. Exactly. Try to go get an internship exactly. while you're in high school just so you can feel what, it, what it's like to be in that field because yeah. I hate for you to graduate Make that decision. Oh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna yep. be a mechanic or something. <laughs> Next thing you know, you hate yourself. Yeah, yeah. Nah, experience it now while you're yeah. in high school, so you can know. All right, bet I got three more years to just yeah. mess around with things, see what I like, uh-huh. and then you finally figure out what your career or your job may be later yeah. on in life, rather that, than just making that decision. Yo, people waste so much time, and even when I was at, at when I would do like tours and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. like I know I want to be here, but I don't know what to do. And exactly. I'm like, Yo, bro, look, Rowan has something dope, but it be called like, exploratory studies. We're like, mm-hmm. you can get a degree in exploratory studies, and like, what is that? You're just well-rounded. You took classes. Legit, everything. yeah. And I'm like, get do that for two a year or two. Get all your yeah. progress out of the way. And at that time, like, you have you to be going sh- you out there. You should figure it out, Push yeah. it out there. Push stuff out there. Like, someone, like, when they have college fairs, be like, hey, like, I'm looking for internship. I'm not really looking for internship. Can I come and see what you do right. on a daily basis? Right. Like, that would... Push them the that is literally there. the base of my conversation. Like, I ask kids, do you know what you want to do after you graduate? Yeah. Some may say nurse or some may say doctor, whatever they yeah. may say. I ask them, do you know anybody in that field? And they say, no. All right, cool. Do you, anybody in your family in that field? No. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a such thing as Google. Yeah. You guys are always yeah. using these phones, right? Yeah. You do a lot of dumb stuff with your smartphone. You need to yeah. do a lot of smart stuff with your smartphone and just <laughs> Google it. Google, <laughs> Google local Facts. nurses. People love yeah. to help people. They just... Nobody ever reaches out to him. So, for instance, myself, if somebody was to reach out to me, how did I get X, Y, and Z? I'm more than willing to help you out. Yeah. We're here to help you. It's yeah. just a matter of y'all reaching out to us. We don't yeah. know who needs help. Dog, uh, when when I look like, when it's so crazy. I'm in all these like meetings and stuff like that. And I get like a mullet. I was talking to someone higher ups about like mm-hmm. my position, my role of like, so I have a cohort of the minority males, right? Yeah. It's broken off into like low income, that but majority of like the minority males, right? Yeah. And it's like, they they have this perception of like what's not reality, right? Like they have this perception like we need to do this and this, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting here and I'm like getting a little bit like I was getting emotional, so I'm just like, yeah. bro, I want to help these freaking kids so bad, yeah. but like they just sometimes they just don't want it, bro. Yeah, I'm like, and that's the thing you gotta want it for yourself. Yeah. Like we can't force you. Like yeah, we want to see yeah. you do great. Yeah. We want to see you be the best version of yourself as you can yeah. be, but you gotta want it for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's great to have a support system yeah. behind you that's gonna believe in you, but. You have to own that. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of these kids don't own it. Dog, I, I, I get so, I'm like, man, if you just yeah. know what's, what's out there for you, yeah. like, can open your eyes. So that's why I was, so to change the conversation now, like, these kids in Canada, bro, and I, I got, I think I talked about this in another episode, mm-hmm. but, like, me and my girl, we went to touch this, like, for our anniversary, this dumbass expensive sushi spot <laughs> yeah. in the city that was disgusting, bro. Yeah. It wasn't worth it at all, right? <laughs> but we're sitting there, and, like, this group of kids from prom, yeah. they come in here, and, like, they're, like, 16 mm-hmm. and they're in the same place and i'm 24 at this time yeah, and i'm yeah, like yeah. yo this is my first time here but this is their like come on papa what are you doing mom they're this is like they're like they do this it's yeah. regular night right yeah so i was like cat what if we were able to like ex- show this to these kids of like what's really out there yeah and that's the like, thing too what's like really out there man so that when i was going through like now that i work at a school i keep my social medias all private but yeah Prior to that, like when I was just working as a youth development coordinator at the YMCA, the local YMCA, I would allow the kids to follow me on social media just to open up their eyes. Like, I travel. These yeah. kids don't know what it looks like to get out of the city. Yeah, yeah. So, like, just to show them that I'm at a beach, 
they probably didn't even know Beach existed in Jersey. Yeah. Because they never been. Yeah, yeah. Like, different things like that. Like, so I always try to just broadcast the different things that I do mm -hmm. on my social media platform just to give them that vision. Like, if he did it, I can do it too. Because yeah. he grew up where I grew up. Yeah. X, Y, and Z. Like, it just goes on. So, we, we need that. I didn't yeah. have that growing up. Exactly. I didn't know anybody that was going, traveling across yeah. the world, doing yeah. this. And I didn't know nobody doing that. I, never, so. I, st I still have yet to travel, but I'm like, we're starting to like yeah. get to that point. But like, the biggest thing is like experience, right? Yeah. Experience brings exposure, so much, man. bro. Yeah, exposure yeah. so much. And I was like, me and her got an argument. We were like, yo, is it exposure or is it the household? I was like, it's definitely the household, right? It's always mm -hmm. the, like who you're around. But if you're exposed to these things, like if I were to take a, a group of kids, like, yo, we're going to go to Philly. Yeah. Blah, 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 I'm going to do this. Yeah. Bro, a lot of them never been over the bridge. So right. They don't even see right. it. No. Right. So like, it's just, it's just crazy what exposure could do to these kids, man. I, I got into like a, a, like big argument about, about this. I, be, I believe that genuinely like my little brother like he was like yo like you and Kat like like she used to be at RCBC you went to Rowan you went to Rowan now you work at RCBC mm -hmm. like now you guys are living together you bought yeah. a house together and it's like yeah. bro this is the things that bro in yeah. due time you'll definitely do it yeah. it's about sacrificing right now but you'll do these things yeah. Brody, So and like, even like speaking on relationships like I tell my partner all the time like I never experienced um, marriage at all yeah. Like, I didn't, nobody in my family, well, yeah. of course, some of the older people older, older, yeah. have been married and stuff like that, but, like, I didn't witness it growing up, so yeah. now for me to try to make that commitment and moving mm. forward and things like yeah. that, like, I struggle because I don't know what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, Versus if I, yeah, if I was to experience it, see it yeah. with my own, too, then I'm like, all right, now I know how things work, so I struggle in my relationship all the time yeah. because of the shit like that, like. And I love the, the social media aspect that today times have. Yeah, bro. it's wild, man. Yeah, it is wild. Yo, me, in, in the beginning, I was never like that. I was always never that, like, oh, you didn't post me? Like, I was never that nah. guy. But, like, our relationship is like, bro, what you see is always fit. Like, this is why, it, to me, talk about social media real quick. Like, social yeah. media is always everyone's best day. That's it. So it can fuck you highlight up. Highlight reel, bro. Yeah, that's it's it. It's a highlight reel. <laughs> no one's posting. And if they are posting their crying days, you're like, yo, something wrong with this nigga. Like, everyone does that. So it's yeah. like, bro, people are definitely going through their shit. It's like, people Facts. are honest and it's in their own way. So. Facts. Facts. That's I, why I use mine as, like, a life vlog kind yeah. of thing but it's literally just highlights yeah highlights of my life what yeah. i did, did back in the day and i like yeah, to go back yeah, and reflect yeah. too like i use it as a reflection piece too like i just go back some years to see yeah, what i was doing back then sure. and just to see my progress it makes me feel good about oh, myself no, i delete that old stuff yeah that old stuff is, uh, <laughs> the high school experience oh that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's awful, man. so now we're like when i was like i want can so interesting to me because mm -hmm. there's like so much out there so like this weekend i had the chance to go and um Yo, sorry if you're hearing breathe on the mics. I'm gonna try to take it out as much as possible. This nigga's a nut. But <laughs> I went to um this thing called Color of Change. Yeah. And Color of Change is a conglomerate of like like when I when I went to it was like a brunch color of change in yeah. Philly. And it, they brought out like educators, a bunch okay. of educators and like politicians there. Yeah. And it's like, yo, what events are we doing now that will be impactful and that we need to support? And I was like, damn, all this is going on. Like, yo, she's part of a woman's society. She, he's part yeah. of this and stuff yeah. like that. And like they're all out there just supporting each other. And then I heard of, like, we then went and we went on a tour. Have you ever heard of Rec Philly? I heard of it, yeah. Yo, Rec Philly, we went on a tour. It's the craziest shit you'll ever experience, yeah. bro. It's, it's wild. So, like, I was like, damn, we need to do this for these students here in, mm -hmm. in the city and, and, and like, that we have in Camden and stuff like that. Yeah. But when I look at the city of Camden, it's always, like, eye-opening to me to see that, like, there's things that are going on, but there's so much hope that we see. But mm -hmm. have you seen a, a switch or has just you seen the same things as from the city? Crazy enough, man. Um, so I, I'm always in and out of the city. And yeah. um, while I was away in Delaware, coming back, like when I was in Delaware, I stood in Delaware because I knew 
coming back home wasn't nothing but family. Like like I said, it's not hard yeah. to find trouble in Canada. Yeah. Like when you're growing up in the city and you're just running around doing your one two, mm-hmm. it's not hard for you to fall into anything. Yeah. So I every time when I was in undergrad and I had a chance to stay away from the city, I did. I only came back to come see family from time to time and that was really mm-hmm. it. So in the transition from that four years, they didn't created a whole new Camden High. Yeah. They didn't change the whole entire downtown area. Mm-hmm. So like the world uh the uh transportation centers yeah. looking a lot different. Yeah. Like the entire city looks a lot better on that side. So I see the gentrification going on. Mm. Um, so I I say that's a that's a positive thing, I would say. I mean, yeah. they're building the city to be a lot yeah. better. But as far yeah. as like the culture of the city, nothing has changed. No. Still high poverty, still high crime rate. Um, they put a lot more cops on the street, but that don't change anything. Yeah, it doesn't do a yeah. job, yeah. But when I look at like the representation of Canon though, like I see it in a better light though of like these young kids and it, like mm-hmm. to me sports kind of runs the city. Sports definitely yeah. runs the city. I, that has a good like it can have a good outlook of the mm-hmm. city. Like you got all these different schools who are like in the playoffs, yeah, winning far, yeah. going farther than yeah. kids that come from there that like go and be successful. Like, there's probably so many kids that like I don't even know that like Bruh. are successful in the league from yeah. the city. Yeah, there's a couple of people. Yeah. Shout out to Hassan Reddick. Big big eagle now. (laughs) Oh, I saw that. Yeah, Yeah, we got we got a lot of guys in the league right now, man. And it's from it's from the sports, like you said. Like we gotta we gotta highlight our sport program because that saves a lot of our kids. Um, I was one of them. Like it was easy for me to fall into the streets of the system, but with sports, it kind of saved me. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of other kids that are currently in the programs that can say the same. Like these sports saved us, gave us opportunities to get out of the city, Mm -hmm. and then come back and give back. Damn. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. One thing that um I wanted to touch on was so we so one of the programs that I have like coming for it is like you know how EUF does this like summer program. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm in charge of playing like our own like summer bridge program that, that yeah. we have started up and we're looking to like brand it off of like and it's for minority males, it's only yeah, for minority yeah. males, right? So we're That's dope. looking to like, yo, what can we do to like damn, I just thought about something crazy that I could do. <laughs> but like <laughs> What can we do? What can I present there? Is there some things that like you've seen like other like minority males get involved in at the college level that were actually impactful to get them through? There's some things that we could do in this area to do so. I think more so it's just mentorship. Like yeah. a lot of people lose the sight of mentorship, like and the importance of it. Um, and actually being a good mentor. Yeah. Like I know for me, like I didn't had no clue what mentorship was growing up or anything like that. Like I didn't have any role models to really like point me in the right direction or anything like that. Yeah. So I feel like mentorship is probably the biggest thing um, in regards to just pointing these kids in the right direction and just okay. being a good resource for them. Okay. And also just being a positive mentor, being a positive role model for them. Like, mm-hmm. don't just talk about the stuff that you want to do with them. Be about it. Yeah. Do the things that you're yeah, saying. Follow that you, through. Yeah, yeah. they have so many people in their lives who have already ducked in. Right, own right, so like, by right. By you just doing it, it does not ask. It's not right. Bad. So if you go... All right, yeah. So we were talking about... Uh, I'll call all the other segments out. But entrepreneurship and like home buying. So yeah. again, like I said, like the the push nowadays is like everyone has a podcast. Yeah. Everyone's buying a house. Everyone yep. has multiple streams of income. Yep. And it's like, is this reality? Like to me, it was like it wasn't reality for me because I'm just like, bro, like I gotta wait so many years to to mm-hmm. get there, right? And to be honest with you, like it's I I give all props to my significant other, like cat, yeah. like for cat, like. Two two incomes are better than one. So for sure. For us, Hell it was yeah. like uh, it was a blessing that it came across at the right time and like in our lives that it was on the market for a great price. It wasn't stupid. And th- the thing with us is that like 
we use all of our resources. Mm-hmm. Like we exerted like every little possible resource to understand the game. As you should. Because niggas yeah. was hitting over the, the head of like, yo, it's another thousand. It's another thousand. Yeah. It's another thousand. Yeah. We're like, yo, bro, what's going on? Like, right. I need to know right. everything going on. Right. So I think in that process of like, yo, Cat handled a lot of that, like that business structure side of it. But like, yeah. we were right there together. But it was like, make sure that you like aren't doing something stupid like there's certain right. people out there like oh my god it's a great deal they, yeah, they want to yeah, look yeah. a certain way right yeah. they want to look perception isn't always reality what yeah. you see it's like all these people are out there like buying homes and mm-hmm. doing this and trying to flip quick yeah. Da, da, da. yeah and it's like we met the great people yeah we had a great opportunity yeah. to, for us to step in and this is something that like yeah we want to talk about like longevity and something that we exactly. can pass down and exactly. passive income exactly but that's what prepared me of like all right now it's a switch that went off in my head right because right. always like we prepare for retirement, prepare for this. Mm-hmm. But then this hit me like, oh, this is a place that we should only be in for two years mm-hmm. and start running this bitch out yeah. and then yeah. being out and next yeah. time probably Because the guy that was really mentoring us through this, the way he talked about it was it made it possible. Like, yeah. It was like, yo, you can, you have to do this as well. Like, it isn't right. hard. Right. And you can easily come up, be on the come up easily. and stuff like that. Easily. So how about you? So I know you were, you were yeah, talking about Yeah, yeah. So I just I closed on the property about two months ago in January. I closed mm-hmm. on it. Um, And I was in the market for over a year trying to find something. And, of course, right now the time is bad with whole yeah. COVID and all. So yeah, everything's yeah, inflated yeah. and you name it is going on. But, um, yeah, so I ended up finding a deal um, in Westchester um multifamily um i took a mentorship class prior to me even getting into it um just because i wanted like you said just learn the game soak it up as much as you can yeah learn Um, everything yeah so i was just like i said i had something click in my head long term longevity how Mm -hmm. could i be there for my family whenever that time comes whenever Mm -hmm. i have a family um leave some stuff behind and stuff like that legacy so that was the route for me i said i got to get some property i don't know how much property i'm gonna get or how long it's gonna take me to get a property but i was determined to get at least one by the end of this year mm-hmm. and it happened right before the year even started oh, like started working a deal out and then i ended up closing at the start of this year so it yeah, worked yeah. out perfectly for me um but i always tell myself like i said long term like i yeah. had to, that shifted in my mind a long time ago just think long term longevity and i told myself man by 40 i should have at least 10 i'm, I'm trying to build oh, a, i'm trying to build the portfolio i'm <laughs> trying i'm trying so my goal is i'm gonna try to buy one a year okay um because you figure at minimum, you'll rent one property for a thousand. At minimum, yeah, you're never going to rent yeah. out a place for a thousand dollars. Yeah. Um. But if you do it for a thousand dollars, a house a year, yeah. I said ten year plan. That's ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah. That I'll make. I think I could live comfortably yeah. on ten thousand dollars <laughs> yeah, a month. I think so too. So <laughs> I figured that I'm only 28 right now. So yeah. by 40, I should be retired and just living off of my real estate portfolio. So like, what like what put you towards that like that financial freedom? Like, what was there anything that like goes to? I, I think um. <laughs> I don't want to say this because it may sound wild, but like the the power of social media, it was a very huge yeah. influence for me. Watching all of my close friends do it and posting yeah. like their testimonies on yeah, on social media exactly, of how they yeah. did it, and they made it seem like it was so easy. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like your person told you yeah. the same way. Like it made it seem like it was so easy, yeah. and it is. It's yeah. not impossible. Like nah. growing up in the in the urbanized cities, like you feel like it's impossible for you to finally own something. Own something, yeah. And for me, I was like, man, let's change that shit. Let's let's yeah. break the curse, like. Yeah. So I stuck my neck out there and it worked out and it's working so far. Yeah, so far. I'm sure I'm sure there's gonna be some bumps in the road, yeah. but hey, Especially everything, with everything comes with something. College man. kids, bro, you'll be done. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Hell I mean, yeah. It's a good market, but it's also a wild ass. It's tough, to yeah. Be so I look at it like, like I said, I like to keep the house. Um, I'm not gonna sell it at all. I'm trying to build the portfolio. Okay. And I'm sure with those type of houses, they're gonna get jacked up. You know yeah, what you're yeah, signing up for. Yeah, so. So you're gonna have to go in there and yeah. do your thing and fix some things up. Um, I'm not a crafty man myself, so yeah. I always <laughs> I, I find some guys to yeah. to do the work for me yeah. um, and pay them off. But like 
it was it was a huge huge accomplishment for me to at least get one oh, house. Yeah. Dog, you go from looking at like almost getting kicked out of leaving. Yo, bro, it's crazy. To buying a house, to buying a, to trying to buy multiple properties is like yeah. different, bro. Yeah, different. bro, and like just getting out of the mindset of being a working man. Like I want to be the owner. I want to be the boss. Yeah. I don't want to continue to trade my time for money. Yeah, yeah. Hell no, man. I want to wake up and be like, yo, you ready to go catch a flight? Yeah, Where yeah. you want to go today? Like yeah. that's the type of style I'm trying to be. Yeah, I think I think my motivation was like. I think for me, it wasn't more or less like, oh my God, like I want to be like away from, because there's so much still like, when I think of financial freedom, it doesn't just give me like the ability to like, like you said, like for, for everyone is different, right? Mm-hmm. Financial freedom for me is being able to love what I do and not have to worry about the pay. Correct. Like if I could work in this position for the rest of my life, I mind you, I don't wouldn't want to, but like if yeah. I have to, if I could, if I had money in the bank, yeah. but I get to wake up and still go to the yeah. job, I would. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's where I see financial freedom. Yeah. Like, that's when I could just, not I don't have the responsibilities of like, I got to get paid I to agree. pay my bills. Yeah. So like. I think putting it out there more often and, and having students even watch mm-hmm. shows like this, the podcast like that, yeah. makes it a reality, right? Yeah. Like, it's in your face, bro. Like, yeah, that's real You just got to be open to networking that's and know how to network. Thing. Yeah, and like I said, just being open-minded to a lot. Because, yeah. like, growing up, like, I didn't, I was just one track. I'm going football. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To then, like, really going out there, meeting different people, seeing different things to mm-hmm. open up my eyes. Like, holy shit, mm-hmm. the world's a lot bigger than yeah. what I thought. I had this vision board that I created in undergrad, and it had a ton of different pictures of a bunch of shit on there, yeah. of just goals that I had, dreams that I had, fancy-ass cars, being yeah. in a suit every day, um, having property. I had an even picture like of a bando on there, like, and then it had a quote on it that said, this is not the end. Yeah, and yeah. that meant a lot to me, because like, growing up in the city, like that's all you know. That's the end-all, be-all. Yeah. So for me to get out of that and have a job where I have to wear a suit every day, yeah. and then now I'm trying to get that fancy car yeah, yeah, and yeah. having all of these nice houses, yeah. like... That was the thing for me. So, yeah. like, I'm living out my dream mm-hmm. or my vision board, at Your least. Vision boards, yeah. yeah. For me, it's funny, like, from, yo, my girl, we're total opposites, right? She's not materialistic at mm-hmm. Material little girl. Yeah, that just, <laughs> hit that just hit me in the head. But, like, she's not materialistic at all. Like, I'm very material. I yeah, like yeah. those things. Yeah. And, like, whatever it is that motivates you to go out and fucking do it is that. Yeah. Like, if you're like, yo, I like nice things, yep. you got to grind the fuck For out sure. to get those nice shits, For bro. Because sure. people are ass backwards. They're going to debt to have those nice things. Yeah. Then, makes like, no sense, man. Bro, this legit, I saw a post of this guy lit that I know from the gym. This nigga tagged, like, mad rappers of a Lamborghini truck right there outside of his house. That you could tell costs more than the fucking house. Yeah, that's it's terrible. Like, bro, man. You're gonna you tell ass me, backwards, bro. <laughs> you're telling me you own this fucking car, bro. It's it costs more than your house. Like, I'm looking at the house, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, this is exactly what the fuck yeah, I'm talking man. about, bro. You gotta be financial. Uh, you gotta learn financial literacy. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, that's the hugest thing. And I'm glad that they made it like a requirement, at least yeah. in New Jersey, um, for high school students to learn financial free, uh, mm-hmm. financial literacy. Yeah. Because it's so huge. Like they yeah. don't know to understand what credit is. Like oh you, people graduate high school and don't know. The importance of credit mm-hmm. or even how to cash out a check or write out a check different stuff like that like i feel like that's the real life stuff that you should be learning at, mm-hmm. in high school to then set you up for your successful future yeah. um but financial literacy is a huge part of it and like you said people are going in debt trying to impress people yeah, or yeah. show off at the internet and yeah do all this goofy stuff when in all reality bro you still waking up <laughs> yeah, hungry don't as hell yeah bummy as hell like yeah. you gotta get yourself together before you try to impress others man so i like so one of the sessions i'm having is like a um um Life beyond the turn up, right? So we're mm-hmm. so used to the turn up, spending money. Yeah. I'm lucky, like, like I don't drink. Cause I'm a person that, like, if I want to have fun, I'll go. Yeah, stink. I hit you up before. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you I, want bottles? The hookah, I, I got the hookah <laughs> shit ready. Yeah. But the hookah shit, like, I'm there. But, like, 
I never could go and just blow a bag, right? Yeah. But like this financial literacy component that these students will have, it starts even from like refund checks. Real talk. When you get that first, re- bro. I fuck <laughs> off my first refund check, bro. Like fuck it. Oh, sure. I bought some fucking Jordans from yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. Fuck Fight, it off, bro. Your head off, bro. Man. Fight Club. Really, people are on Fight Club like that, mm-hmm. then, bro. Fuck me off, bro. For some yeah. Jordan fives. Yeah. And I'm like, that's my whole refund check. Yep. Just, I just blew on that. Yep. So it's like when you start to and you're like, take like, oh, next year I want a bigger yeah. refund check. So you take out more money. So yeah. it's like. These students like need to like you need to learn like the yeah. way about because we don't grow up really like. And the crazy talking. part is, like I said, like the influence of social media. These yeah. kids are seeing all of these yeah. highlights from everybody, mm-hmm. especially the influence of these celebrities. Yeah, they trying to play catch up. Yeah, you know your bag ain't big enough. Yeah, exactly. Why the hell are you putting yourself exactly. out there? Like, come What's, on, man. what was the dumbest bag you ever blew? <laughs> Shit, I don't know, man. I feel like I've I spent a lot of dumbass money, and I call it dumb money because I have nothing to show for it now. <laughs> so like, I thought you were probably a club person. I do the club. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've done the clubs before. Bottle Wars, I guess you could call it. Like, yeah, that's just, not me. I'm good, bro. Yeah, like, I'm good. but that's just being young, dumb, yeah. and having money. Like, you got the money now, why yeah. not do it? Yeah. And knowing you're going to get it back the following week and the we, paycheck, like, you're good. True, so, that's like, true. that's why I was like, but now, yeah. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not yeah. going to the club. You kidding me? They yeah. charge you 300 and something plus dollars for a $20 bottle. Wow. And in the section, what? the section to buy, you get the section, but you got to buy three bottles to get this Come section. Come on, what sense does it make? Nope. Bro. So like now that I, I don't, I want to say I penny pinch because yeah. I don't, Yeah. but I'm more strategic with my funds. Yeah. So like I always strategize exactly where my money's going as far as checks go. And of course you got bills now. So yeah. you're like, what the fuck? I got to pay this. I got to pay that. Son. But you still got to pay yourself. I don't even like looking at bills. So yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. I allow people might think it's crazy out there. I send my money to Cat. I'm like, Cat, take care of all into the account. I'm like, take care yeah. of everything. No, I mean, and that's it. it. Yeah, <laughs> so I hate yeah. looking at bills, bro. Yeah. I know our bills. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of these dumb motherfuckers yeah. that's like, she said it's this much. Can you just give her this fucking money? <laughs> nah, I don't do that. Yeah. But like, I, I hate seeing that stuff because I don't like, like, giving you know, it up. Yeah. 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 So, but definitely, like, I'm glad I wasn't a bottle warrior, bro. I'd never yeah. get that, bro. bro. That shit gets bad, too. Like, yeah. I can't speak for myself because. Yeah. I have I've only done it a couple times, <laughs> but I know it was but people out there. I've seen some dudes right. go in there and just like really fuck up a bag, and yeah. I'm like, damn, you dickhead, you yeah. gonna feel bad yeah, in the morning, morning, bro. In the morning, you're done, up. Yeah, you look at nah. the bank account, like what the fuck. Now I know, like it's crazy, like yo, cat, she's a penny pitch, like to that yeah. too, bro. Like it was like, <laughs> it was when I was working at Journeys in the mall, and like we went out to eat. We're like, I'm like, yo, let's go. I wait, I'm an out to eat person. That's all. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I spend bread, bread on that. Gotta but love food. I, I go out to eat and like I'm. At Alvis. And yeah. she's like, I'm ordering a burger, fry, da, da, da. She's like, bro, you know how much you just had to work for that meal? I'm like, what you mean? She's like, yo, you make 838 an hour. Push it into That burger is not even worth your hour. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, my nigga. Like, damn, yo, out of my life, I can't yeah. earn a burger at Applebee's, right? It's crazy as fuck. And you spend that bread and you go out there and do it. Yeah. So then, like, when I was, like, looking at it, I'm like, now my money, bro, it's like, when I, I when I think about getting, yep. I, I put it for raffles of the easiest yep. all time, and I take that bitch away. Yeah, and I'm like, that's a a table I could just bought for my Real spot. Shit. This is that I could have bought for my Real spot. Shit. This and the lights like that. So it's like that. I'm glad mindset. you had that change in your mindset because yeah. now I do the same, but instead I play with credit now. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm only gonna spend what I know I got in my pocket that I okay. can pay this shit back. Okay. Because you got to utilize credit. Credit yeah. is huge for everybody. Yeah, like, yeah. It's very important to have your credit okay. on a one because you you can't do anything in life without yeah. credit. And I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Have you become an expert in your credit or a little bit? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I do credit repair and everything now. Oh, shit. You might even take a look at my yo, shit. <laughs> yo, that's real shit. But not, though. Credit is huge. Like, that one mentorship I took, my boy Newt. Shout out to Newt. Um, he the one pretty much put me on game as far as the credit game goes. And um, What's well, some been free game shit. you can give to, to free you, game. on your own to repair yeah. credit on your um, own? 
utilization of your credit cards. You got to use your credit cards, but you don't want to use over 30%. Over 30%. Don't use over 30% because it looks like you're using too much. Okay, okay. So make sure that you keep your shit under 30%. You should be good. I saw something. It was like, make your payments, like, pay half mm-hmm. 15 days before. Yeah, you got to know your cycle, your bill yeah, cycle. Yeah. yeah, and then pay, like, the rest of it four days before. Mm-hmm. So for some, for some reason, that, that helps. Yeah, because it reports every 30 days, but you got to know your game. billing cycle. Yeah. Bro, it's a game, bro. Yeah. Because your billing cycle isn't the due date. No. That's yeah. what they get you too, bro. <laughs> yeah, they they'll put the due date like yep. this a different time. Yeah, yeah. They fuck you up every time. And, it, and another thing with credit is like not everything that you apply to or you apply for mm-hmm. would report to specific boroughs. So like you got to know what you're dealing with. If you're applying for a credit card, you got to know what borough they're pulling from because there's three different boroughs. Okay. A lot of people don't even know that. They think it's yeah. just credit is credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's three different boroughs. You got to know what's pulling from what at what time. You got to make sure that your score is up in this barrel if you want to get approved for this yeah. and different things like that. So it's a lot with credit that, like I said, they should be teaching yeah. us this shit as we're yeah. growing up because once you grow up, you're kind of fucked. If you, like, for instance, I don't, I'm sorry, mom, I'm putting you on blast, but like, <laughs> I had bills in my name when I'm like 12 years old. Hey, yo. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I had no clue about yeah. So now that I'm an adult and I need my credit for yeah. getting a car or getting a house, <laughs> shit is popping up. And I'm like, how and why? Ne- I was 12 years old. I had no clue about yeah. this fucking Comcast bill or Sprint bill. So, could you put fraud on that? Hell yeah. Okay, okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Get that bitch right off. Hell yeah. Absolutely. You hear stories about this, and I'm sure mad people get. Bro, it happens all the time, and especially with inner city, because their parents didn't have good credit, so yeah. they're going to use their kid. Yeah. Damn, it's wild, man. Bro. Free it's game. Wild. Yo, you about to come on this shit more often, bro. Free game. Free game, bro. Free game for sure. Bro, shit. Damn, is there anything else you think we want to touch on? Oh shit! I could talk about anything, man. Yo, one thing I want to talk about. What are your thoughts on the um? Uh, go down, go down. What do you want to do? Come on, Papa. You gotta sit. Sit over here. Sit over there. <laughs> you fight me now. <laughs> what are you doing? Where do you want to go? Yo, your mom fucked me. I'm gonna fuck her up. Um, <laughs> jump up. Okay, now sit. Now how much string are you? Um. All right. Next topic. One thing mm-hmm. I did want to talk about. The swimmer, did you see that? I didn't see the swimmer. The, no. the female, the oh, female swimmer. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on, like, okay, it's for anyone that doesn't understand, like, so it was a male who transitioned to a female Correct. and is currently swimming for UPenn's swim team. Correct. University of Pennsylvania. She was, she was going from being, like, 400-something out of, like, all the swimmers to now she's top number one. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, on that change? So I feel like this is a super sticky topic yeah, because yeah. Um, you got to be politically correct when yeah, you talk exactly. about their entire community, which mm-hmm. is the LGBTQ plus. Yeah. Um, and understanding like the importance of what they've done. I mean, yeah. I, I applaud them. I have no yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. nothing against them at all. Exactly. I got family that that identify as yeah. um, a part of that community, so mm-hmm. I have nothing against them at all. But as far as this topic goes in athletics, I feel like it's wild, man. Yeah, I I'm not. I think it's up to now. Now it's in the hand of women. Right, women, you got to fight now. Where where do you guys lie in, in this like trajectory of like where you want the sport to go? Right, right. Like, are you guys gonna allow this to come in? In my opinion, I think it's kind of strange for it to go the a reverse. Right, if a woman right. wants to go into male sports, by all means, do it. But if um, a male wants to go into women's sports, they transition. To me, that's like a little touchy because now you're like you're competing on different levels. Right, even if you use like the blockers and all that stuff, right. it's a weird like mix, and it's just like. To me, as a person, I wouldn't even feel comfortable with doing that. That's bro. what I'm saying. And like, even now, like at, at the high school level, like they have female wrestlers yeah. wrestling against the guys. Yeah. 
I wouldn't feel comfortable as a as a wrestler. If yeah. I was a wrestler, I wouldn't feel comfortable wrestling a female. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't sit right with me. So yeah. like to have a male come into a female sport and just yep. totally dominate. Yeah, totally weird. dominate. Yeah, like that's, that's weird to me. <laughs> it's, it's 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 ass backwards yeah. in my opinion. So I don't I, know. and I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that a female can't come to a male sport. Oh no, no, we're saying that's they fine. Can. Yeah, that's fine because they can, and it's possible. Um, but as far as the other way around, I just feel like that's. Wouldn't you feel like man. it would get yeah, exactly? <laughs> Wouldn't you feel like you would get more praise for being a, a transgender female staying in a male sport? Yeah, and I feel like if and if you dominate that yeah. sector, it's like yeah, you're dominating. And I bro. feel like with the with the population growing, they should have their own sector. Yeah, yeah, yeah they should right. have their own sector. Yeah. Whether you identify as a man or a female, mm-hmm. that is just what it yeah. is. Yeah, I agree. I think they should just have their said, own sector. I, I, saw, I saw someone said uh, that the W WNBA now should allow. Another um, a transgender female, like so, that goes from male to female to be on a WNBA player, and it'll make it more exciting. <laughs> like, like, I was that, like, but th- and that's the reality of yeah, it. I guess because yeah. now more people want to watch it, yeah. but it's sad, man. I think that they should, I think they should have their own lane in okay. regards to ac- uh, a- athletics, at least. Okay. Yeah. Yo, what's your uh? Since we're talking about college sports predictions, March Madness. Do you watch it? I'm going with Villy, man. I gotta go uh, with Villanova, man. Course. Home team. I got yeah. to, but I would like to see St. Pete's go. Saint, okay. Yeah. Yo, I was actually just looking at applying to a doctoral program there because it's strictly online. Yeah. And then all this stuff happens. I was like, this is yeah. wild, they bro. Turned up. Yeah, yeah, I actually got accepted there for grad school. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I didn't go though. It was I too far for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's North Jersey, right? Yeah. 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 I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. It's like Jersey City, I think. Yeah. That's that's crazy to me that they just they legit just put them on the map, bro. Yeah. But look, it's little stuff like that that like pisses me off though it's like yo they just put the school in the map the mm-hmm. school just brought in so much money i yeah. hope all these students now that they get likeness like yeah. deals. they yeah. better get likeness deals from this and the crazy part is like sadly they probably won't they won't the university would get a bunch of money yeah yeah the university they will won't. they won't they give won't. them now paycheck have you watched um coach prime stuff on youtube if, yeah, i love coach oh prime that's my, my god dude. i love, I love that everything he spits and what he says is like crazy facts bro is it touches you yeah, like, you feel that shit in your soul. <laughs> you see, like him having to amputate his foot. Yeah, it's crazy bro, as shit. Got a couple wild. toes cut off. Yes, that's bro. wild, man. That's why, but like, he just spoke about like all these NFL teams who didn't come to watch to the like to do to the scout this team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fucked up. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. So like, when I see that stuff, like, so that's what the HBCU topic. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm on the side of it. Like, oh, oh, there there should be a sector right. It should be allowed to go. Like, there should be like, all right. We require that fifty students should mm-hmm. be allowed to go into yeah. like the NFL draft, right? Yeah. Or go to the combine, the combine. Yeah. That we should get allocate these 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 amounts. But I do believe that we need to put more resources into bringing these students here. Because no matter what, right? Even if you're a, a top recruit, right? You know mm-hmm. what you're missing out not going to it. SEC, yeah. right? You're not yeah. Alabama, or whatever like that. Yeah. So how can we make up for that? And I feel like it starts with us. Like we gotta start mm-hmm. giving back to where like, mm-hmm. yo, look what if you look at what Coach Prime has been able to do in that Man, short period of time. It, it's crazy. Shout bro. out to him for being yeah. such a pivotal person in this entire culture of HBCU. Cowboys, like, baby, cowboy. Yeah. A cowboy does uh, that shit, bro. I hate that, but <laughs> that's the only part I hate about him. But other than cowboy, that, he's great, baby. man. He's been doing what he's supposed to do, honestly, yeah. and, and really putting off HBCU. Yeah. So like, as a okay. as a as a content creator, like, what is it like? Do you have to be super creative every time? Like, how how does it work? How do you create your content? Like, what do you go based off of? I feel like trying to stay like who I am. Like, that's yeah. number one. Like, I'm not this person that like. I ha- you kind of got to go over your comfort zone, right? You have to kind of play the game, right? The mm-hmm. TikTok game. Even if I hate TikTok for the passion. I hate TikTok. Fucking hate it, bro. I see all these kids walking around doing this dumb shit. Dumb in I fucking hate it, bro. I hate it so much. But I'm like, you got to cater to that, right? right. So like, right. 
your views are crazy if you're in the pocket if you get the right pockets right so like luckily i had a, I had a kanye west um rant i went on mm-hmm. and like i put it on tiktok i tagged it i had my hashtags right yeah but i hit like eight thousand views like yeah. eat quick that's just all about like the algorithm the right? algorithm yeah. yeah so like being in those worlds you gotta be in like right now like if something was going out this summer stuff mm-hmm. I, I gotta put it out right away yeah. it does put added pressure onto you where you're like i'm gonna lose the pocket i'm in i'm not in the right pocket right, right, right. and then there's this competition that you're against like I'm watching so many podcasts all the time and I'm getting and I'm getting like all these ideas, like all these different ideas from them, but I'm seeing them like, all right, what do they have? Like, and I'm just soaking up the game. Like I'm yeah, allowing yeah, yeah. myself to like be at this level for yeah. right now. And I'm like, cause if you watch, um, I don't know if you know who David Dobrik is. Mm-hmm. No, not David Dobrik. The other guy that gives away like mad money. I yeah, 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 I'll tag yeah. him right here. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, yes. <laughs> so he was just on Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. And he said him and his boys for like, I don't know how many years, right? Like for two years, they watched every video that was over 10,000 views that mm-hmm. were in that pocket of like, what the hell did they do? What worked? Yeah. What, what time periods they use? How do they chop it up? Yep. So study the game. Study the yep. game you have on. Study million dollars worth of game. Yeah. That's like, I'm like getting stuff from them. I'm yeah. like, how can I tweet this to myself? Yeah. And if you're just out here copying shit, it's not gonna be genuine. Yeah. I'm a genuine yeah. person. It so like, yeah. if it doesn't get across, then it's dubs. Like it's, yeah. uh, I could care less. But no matter what, I look at it as like, yo, this is a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. No matter what, even if it doesn't blow up, but I, I would love it too. But even if it doesn't blow up, this is something I could pass on to my kids. And right. like, yo, I had Rich on. Yo, I had right. this. I forgot I had this nigga on. Right, there, yo. right. And it's like certain things like that. But like, it, at times it can become like cumbersome because I'm, I'm not a social media guy. Like, right. I'm on social media here and there. Right. But I'm not someone that likes to post, likes to do this, like that. So right. like, if you don't look at it as like a job, but as mm-hmm. like something you love, it's like, a hobby. Then, I, then I post up. And there's so many different resources out there where you don't have to. Like people think, oh, I got to be nice with a camera. I gotta, right. No, bro. Like just learn as you go. Yeah. And like there's like. Canva, like we use Canva for our res life shit all everything, the time. Everything, yeah. But I use that for my podcast. Everything in my podcast usually comes from Canva because it's easy and I pay for it and it's, yeah. it's cheap. But it helps me out. So there's so many resources out there that you yeah. can use. And so the game, like, yo, these kids, they know so much. Yeah. They know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. So yeah. I've been talking to them about. Got to tap in with the youth, yeah. man. They know what the hell's going on. They're exactly. very important. Exactly. What the fuck's going on? So yo, if you're out there, like, yo, when I tell people all the time like this podcast and stuff, and they're like. Yo, how hard is it? I'm like, yo, it was hard. Like, I mm-hmm. fucked off money in the beginning. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I bought shit that didn't work. I bought this that didn't work. Yeah. These cameras, I'm like, I could definitely go up to another scale of mm-hmm. cameras I think would work. But it's all just about learning and being able to, if you don't have like, and Wallow says this all the time, he's like, our phones is everything we need. Correct. You don't need nothing else. Like, I record right now with the Correct. phone also. So it's like your phone it has a speaker, has everything in there. Legit. Don't say, I got to wait until I get enough money for this. Just go. Yeah, bro, and that's go. the thing, too. Like, a lot of people make excuses for everything. Like everything There's an though. excuse for literally everything. Mm-hmm. So you really got to go out there and be a go-getter. Whatever yeah. it is that you want to do, whether it's podcasting, whether it's being yeah. an educator, whether it's being an entrepreneur, you got to soak up the game, man. You got to yeah. be able to learn and have just an open ear. Yeah. Be open-minded, man, because nothing's ever going to be handed to you, yeah. first off. Yeah. Second off, there's always an excuse for something, so just yeah. make shit happen. Yeah. People want people want shit to happen, and then when they face f- defeat, failure, or something like that, they give up, right? Yeah. This shit not going, man. It's not going my way. Turn that lot. hell into a lesson, bro. bro it's I, not a loss. Every little thing, like, I just, I have hats as well that are about to come out, and they trucker hats, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm making it myself, and like, these fucking, they fucked up my hat. So like, two hats got fucked up, and yeah. they weren't trying to get it. So it's like, be ready for things not to go right. Be Correct. ready for it. Camera to fuck up. Dogs yeah. barking. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Dumb shit going yeah, on. Be ready shit. for shit to hit you all the time. And my boy Javon, we talked about this, has his own business. He's like, what they don't see is all the fuckery that goes on right. behind the scenes. Right. And it's like, what you see is a limelight. But like, be okay with it. it you got to embrace out. the process. Yeah. That's fuck, the man. biggest thing. You got to yeah. embrace the process, man. Because yeah. you're going to go through a lot. You're going to have some nights where you, you, you're crying. <laughs> yeah. You fucked yeah. up. You yeah. broke yeah. down. Like you just It just happens. It's part That's of the process. Me. But don't. 
give up. That's the biggest thing. You cannot give up on your dreams. Also, I allow myself to, like, to be humble at any rate. Anyone I know, mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I'll talk to them for hours about any game they got, right? Yeah. If they're talking bullshit, I can I can always hint it out, right? But yeah. I soak up something. I, I take it in. Yeah. If you're someone out here that you think you know it all, you don't talk to people and stuff like that, you'll you're not fail. Gonna win, bro. You'll fail, you're bro. Not gonna because win. I take it from anyone. Like I was at the last time I was at the beach with my family. It was a bunch of the guys, only the mm-hmm. guys, right? And this guy walked by. He was just talking to us. He was talking about he's out of jail. He was talking mm-hmm. about all the crazy shit he done in jail, right? Like crazy it's shit a fucking he did. highlight tape. Yeah, he did it's the, 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 the crazy shit bro. he did um <laughs> to get to jail, right? He said yeah. he punched a cop. He had mad coke, da da da, right? So he's talking all this shit. And I'm like, I'm asking questions. I'm like, so what What happened at this point? Everybody's like, Malik, you're naive. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm like, he was telling truth in some of that. Yeah. Some of that was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But some of that he was telling me is some some game that I can give someone else. Right. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. I can right. still get it. So right. I'm going to question, fiend. I'm going to get what you have to give yeah. me. So I'm a life learner, bro. And, like, that's that's the, and that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of people think, like, asking for help or just asking questions is a weakness. Yeah. Especially where we come from, like, these... Urbanized communities, they think that that's yeah. a sign of weakness. And yeah. in our reality, bro, we all need help yeah, in some everyone, capacity. Bro. Everyone. Whether you like it or not, you're going to have to reach out to somebody yep. for some type of help. So yep. don't be that cornball like, I got it all my own self-made. <laughs> self-made no, yeah. bro. Yeah. You can still be self-made yeah. with a little bit of help. Yeah. Like, you're going to be self-made regardless. That was your idea. That's yeah. your plan. Mm-hmm. But you're going to need some help from the community, from mentors, from exactly. your family, whatever. You're going to exactly. need help, though. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I think that, I mean, just being yourself out there, too. Like that, That's who I am. Like I, mm-hmm. I could care less what people think about that's certain things. So. I think it's, it's up to you. Whatever you want to create, like, and like you said it too, don't make excuses, bro. Right. Don't say, I don't have this, I don't have that. Create your following. Wallow, okay. if you look at, Wallow's my, like, I love what he does. Yeah. And, like, if you don't know, Wallow267, when he came home from jail, he has old videos where he was in his grandma's living room. Yeah. And he was popping his shit. Yeah. So, look at him now. He's a multi-millionaire, yeah. bro. Yeah. From being in jail for 20 years. This yeah. nigga had a 20-year sit-down. <laughs> He's been home for a year and some change, and is a multi-millionaire, yeah. bro. It's, I'm you, not saying that's going to happen to everyone, but uh, it's, it shows you it can. That's hard work. That's yeah. all it is, man. Putting in the work. Did you, you got to put in the work? Did you were you looking to start creating content? Um, temp, I, I always think about it. I always yeah. play with the idea, but um, I don't think I have enough time. Yeah, and that's yeah. my excuse, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough time. Like, um, but you actually do have enough time. Yeah. Like if you just prioritize your time and make sure you put in whatever it is first. Yeah, you just work. To, you work today, right? Yeah, and you yeah. here right now. And I'm here exactly. <laughs> so so you like you, you got time. It's just a matter of you sitting down and actually putting this yeah, shit together. Exactly, so exactly, that's just me being lazy, honestly. Yeah. Um, but definitely would like to tap into this space for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. dog. When it comes to like, and like, there's oh, you know what it is too. Things that you don't think about mm-hmm. that like would deter you, like. Damn, yo, it's about to take me an hour and a half for yeah. this video to download. Right. And then when I download, the sound is fucked up. Yeah. So that I'm like, so there, it's, it's a lot of times it's just things that's like, luckily I had like a, a dude I know named uh, Eric. He has mm-hmm. his own podcast. And when I went on his podcast, I asked him dumb amount of questions, yeah, right? as you should. And then afterwards, I was asking questions. And like, I feel like he kind of shit on me a little bit because yeah. he didn't help me out when I was looking for something. But he was like, yeah, bro, you got to figure it out. Like he told me that right, he's like you yeah. gotta figure you gotta figure your shit out that you have going on. Yeah, and I'm like facts. No, he's not shit on me. He's telling me the truth. Like Real yo, shit. I had to figure it out. You gotta figure it out, bro. Like, facts. Figure it out on your own and allow it to be wrong and deal with that defeat. Mm-hmm. But I feel like leave it off the last thing. Like this, like the kids. I hate saying like the kids today. Yeah, time, yeah, yeah. I hate yeah, saying nah, that nah. shit. <laughs> I hate saying that shit. But like a lot of the times they face defeat and they like they squander up, right? Yeah, they're, like they're like yeah. they have this fucking mentality weak, of like man. it's not going my way. Weak it is minded, it is. bro. Weak minded. If I went that in high school, bro, I would have been nowhere. <laughs> yeah, still in your mom's basement, bro. Yeah. Chilling. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, that's real shit. You got to be mentally strong because, like, you're going to face defeat. Yeah. And it's part of the process. Like I said, you got to embrace the process, man. Yeah. Every nasty, the good, bad, the ugly, yeah. the stink, it is what it is. Yeah. It's just a part of the process. You got to embrace it because 
you're gonna look back whenever you do become successful and whatever yeah. it is that you're doing, you're gonna be like, damn. Bro, there's even times now where I'm like, I'll get emotional about it. Like, yeah. fuck, bro, look where I'm at. Yeah. Like, like and it's hard to do. I wish I could do that every day, right? I wish yeah. every day you could be humble and just be like, damn, bro, it's really yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, this, something so small is like, bro, I wear Yeezys to the gym. I come from a time where, like, I was dying to get a pair of Literally. Yeezys, bro. Like, Literally. I was dying when Yeezys first shot. I was like, Literally. why the fuck can I get to that, right? Literally. So it's like, there's, but then you look on the grand scheme of things, it's like, yeah. yo, like, there's a period of time, like my senior year, where like I lived on my aunt's fucking pull-out couch, right. and it's like t- from that to have my own spot now, right. it's like crazy Bro, to see it's, that like it's wild. The, enjoy, your evolution. Yeah, enjoy the sacrifices. Enjoy. When shit's going right, bro, right now, if you told me to go back to those times, I would go back to my senior year in a heartbeat, bro. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. So, like, enjoy those fucking times. Like, they, no one wants a boring story, but also, you don't have to hype up your story, but allow that to be who you are. People right. don't know, like, everything about it. They see the smiling yeah, guy, yeah, there, yeah, and yeah. I always talk about that. I'm like, bro, I come from fucked up yeah, shit. Yeah, you like, take pride in that yes, shit, though. Yeah, yeah, you gotta take pride in where you come from. That's you where carry it all started. It. Yeah, That's you carry where it all that. started. For be sure. who you are, carry that with, uh, with some spice on you, and, yeah. and use that motivation. Because you know why, like, when I got into, into college and, like, I can't imagine at HBCU what it was, but, like, for us at the PWI, we knew Black Roan, right? Yeah. I knew Black Roan. Yeah. I knew it was so many of us that were out here, like, achieving big things. Mm-hmm. So our competition between each other was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So the way I looked at it was, like, yo, it's another nigga trying to take my spot. Facts. I can't let him. Facts. If you go through with that mindset, that's all I had the whole time. I was Literally, like, I was can't just take telling my little brother the same yeah. exact thing. Like, we go to the gym and we work out and shit like that. Like, I struggle. I tell my girlfriend all the time, like I struggle going to the gym by myself because yeah. I'm so competitive. Yeah. I won't say it to you. I won't voice yeah, it at all. Yeah. But the work is going to show. Like yeah. we on this bench. Yeah. Oh, you might got that up, but guess what? Yeah. I'm getting that bitch yeah. up plus yeah. some. Yeah, exactly. And I'm gonna get some extra reps in too. <laughs> I'm Fuck the same you. Guy, like, <laughs> yo, now I use the motivation like when I'm deadlifting. There's these two guys in there, and like, yeah. I watch them right. And I was deadlifting, <laughs> but I call myself a fa- like I'm that guy. I have to call my. I call myself a fat ass. I'm like yeah. all these guys, yeah, yeah, fat yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. and I come out here and like. Lift crazy weight yeah. with these niggas, bro. And I'm like, they can't. But like, you gotta have that. Like, you gotta have that. From you. I call that the Mamba mentality, man. Shout yeah. out to Mamba. Mamba, bro. <laughs> you gotta I, be the best. I wish I was like in his mentality when he was here, bro. Yeah. Like, I wasn't. I was definitely a um a LeBron dude over over Kobe. But it's all good. Nowadays, I'm just like, <laughs> fuck that. Like, but that mentality, bro. That's real so shit. inspiring. Like when you hear all these stories of like. Yo, the shit he would do to people. He would play yeah. mind games. Legit. But it was to win in every aspect, bro. Did you see the? Uh, I just forget who it was. Um, they were at the Team USA breakfast. Yeah. Yo, this nigga's crazy, Yeah, bro. just talking shit. Like, talking shit. And, like, he set them up. He was like, yo, if, uh, you know, I'm going to go get a workout in. I'll see you <laughs> next morning. He already had two workouts in when they woke up. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yo, you just play with us. You yep. played us, bro. But, like, yep. you got to have them. And I hate having this mentality of, like, it's me versus you because I don't like that mentality yeah, yeah, in the world. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's your family, immediate family, mm-hmm. and it's you, bro. Mm-hmm. No one's going to give you shit, at bro. All. And, and I tell my little brothers this all the time, and like my frat bros, I'm like, no one gives a fuck about you in this right. world. Besides these niggas, right. a few of them. Right. And it's like, don't think that like someone's going to be there to help you out. Because I promise they you, won't, man. they no. won't, bro. No. It's you versus them at all times. And you know yeah. what I'm saying when I say them. Yeah. It's you versus yeah. them at all times, bro. So, That's facts. Yeah. That's facts. That's Is facts. there any motivation that you give your students? Like, that you, you preach to them like so on, a, on a daily basis? I always tell them turn their pain into their passion. Mm. Whatever their pain is that they're going through. Because okay. that shit is going to take you far. Damn, you got to have nice. some type of spark in you. Yeah. Some Whatever that spark is. I don't, I like can't tell why. you. It's like exactly. Okay. Turn that motherfucker up. Damn. Because nobody fine. else is going to do it for you. Yeah. Nobody knows what you feel. Yeah, exactly. I can't swap eyes with you to see what you're seeing. 
I can't change my heart to your yeah. heart. Like, we don't, we're not yeah, built yeah. of Legos. Yeah. I don't know what that feels like. Yeah, yeah. So whatever your pain is, turn that shit into your passion. Yeah. Turn that shit into your purpose and turn it up. Exactly. I would say too, like, utilize like whatever you feel like and never feel less than. Never. I think a lot of times when I was growing up, I always felt less than than the other kids. Like mm. it wasn't until my senior year that I, like I piped it up. Yeah. And I was like, I always felt less than. I was with a fat kid on football team. I yeah, would come yeah. to play, da da da. And after that, I was like, yo, I'm turning the leaf. I'm turning it up. Never mm-hmm. feel less than. I don't care if you're in the classroom, Fuck if you're nothing. Like, nah, bro. There's no one smarter than you. Man. Even if you're fucking up, there's no one that's better than you in yeah. this thing. So when I, even when I walk around the halls of like when I'm helping students like that, bro, I'm confident where I do, yeah. and I love it. You just love who you are. Love being yourself, Fact. and like that. A lot of confidence to have. have Self confidence. love, man, yeah. is huge. Cause yeah. you, yo, I ain't gonna lie, man. Social media heightened the the pressure of yeah. people like really hating on others. Yeah, like, yeah. And they hate themselves at the end of the day. It's like, damn, dude. Yeah. Well, I ain't did nothing to you. I'm just on the gram. Flexing like everybody else, <laughs> like shit. I ain't done to you. Self love as a, especially as black man, is like, I don't know, like that. That's it. That's his own topic. That yeah, we yeah. And even like, thing. yeah, like just being vulnerable and shit yeah. like that. Like that's tough. Yeah, it's I shame. definitely was never. I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't raising that in the nah, household. Of tough love, man. Yeah, you get your ass kicked. You dust yourself off. Yeah, keep yeah. going. Like for me, everyone is. knows these stories. Of like, yo, my dad was my coach from little league mm-hmm. and in high school, right? And yeah. Like, my dad wasn't the my son's a starter. My no, dad you wasn't. Gotta earn it. My dad wasn't the your starting running back. I don't give a fuck, right? No, I played the line with my dad's the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I played like uh, uh, tackle. Like, I did all that shit yeah. in high school. We got in the fights on the field. Me and him like about to go like yeah. throwing shit down because it was like this mentality of like he's pushing me to this mm-hmm. thing. Be vulnerable. Yeah, love. Put just put your best foot forward. Yeah, and yeah. that's the best thing. Like I can always say, like yo. Go 110%. Hell yeah. If you're half-assing, don't be around me, bro. Don't do go it. Go <laughs> 110%. All the students out there, go 100%. Hell like, yeah. It's, the sacrifice is worth it, bro. Word up. It's worth it. Word up. Anything else you want to leave them off with, Brody? Um, no, I think we pretty much touched on a lot, man. Facts, I feel like facts, facts. this is a very good conversation. Bro, we got, you got to come back again, bro. Yeah, you, I'm, now I'm you know where the location is at. Yeah, I'm all for yeah, it, man. Come this back, bro. Love. Um, follow my boy. His his Instagram is below. Um. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. I love to Appreciate see that. And I love people out there like us that are out here really catering to you students and doing big yeah. things. Um, I'm calling all D9 Multicultural Fraternities. Yes, sir. Uh, I need you guys to come out. We have our, um, it's the, the middle of August. I'm doing two weeks of a three-day, uh, yeah, of a three-day um, sessions filled with different topics. If you mm-hmm. would like to come and give a presentation on something, please let me know. But I have one session where I really want to bring out D nine the multicultural uh, fraternity men cool. to the organization. I mean to the to the thing. We want to have a panel set up, and yeah. I really want them to see that experience. So please yeah. come out and uh, hit me up if you need anything. Also, the hats are about to drop, so let get me it. know. Get on I'm the merch, man. Yeah, get, get on the, the merch. Get the merch. <laughs> uh, my guy, I appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you. Blessings. Trust up. You know it.